Previously on the Journeyman Chronicles. Business now. Now, okay, so you said you brought up you brought up you have a business with your wife. Did this start after your transition into school? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, 2013, I believe, is when we started it. But we have a, a soy wax, the soy candle business called uh, TwoSincere.com. Okay. Um, TwoSincere.com. Yeah, let's, let's make sure we get that out there. TwoSincere.com. And at Two Sincere Shop on Instagram. Uh, okay. But, <laughs> okay. Yo, go ahead. Plug away, brother. This is your time. <laughs> but yeah, uh, basically, I'm, the, I'm like the back end. I, I, I built our website. I okay, kind of make I see. sure the, the, the back end works. My wife is the face of the company. She she, she makes the candles. You know, okay. She's the, you know, she's the, you know, she's the, the backbone of it all. This week, we're talking about candles. Since the Egyptians were using torches soaked in animal fat, the birth of the candle has come out of necessity and desire. Since that time, humans have used the candle in many different ways. We use it during celebration. We use it when we are intimate with one another. We use it to light the hallway or we use it as a symbolic gesture during meditation or prayer. The candle is an intricate part of everyday life for many, many people. And one of those ways is simply to enjoy the smell and aroma that the wax gives off. Today's guest, Jazzy Garcia, explores that very nostalgic trip of the smell of a candle and how it pushed her to create so many different scents and smells simply from a bottle of wax. But as we all know, this story starts from the beginning. This is Jazzy's journey. And these are the Journeyman Chronicles. Are you itching to light a candle now and smell it? I got you all jonesing for the smell goods. That's what this episode is about. As a matter of fact, that's what this podcast is about. It's about reaching out and stimulating your senses. And in this episode, we are stimulating your sense of smell. Welcome to the Journeyman Chronicles. My name is Felix C. Arroyo. I am the Journeyman. Man, I'm glad to be back with episode 25. It's milestone episode 25. So, what better way than to celebrate talking about candles? My hypothetical candle is lit right now. I'm blowing out my candle. Anyway, how's everybody feeling? The Journeyman Chronicles. We are winding down Women's History Month. It's the end of March, and we're going out with a bang. I got a dope interview for you. I laughed a lot. I'm just going to put that out there now. I laughed a lot talking with Jazzy. She's funny. She's spitfire. She's a firecracker. She's smart, too. She's got a lot going on with this TwoSincere.com. And it was great to hear where she was coming from and how she went about creating this company. You know, when I talked to Jose Garcia, her husband, a few months ago, uh, or maybe three, four months ago, uh, and he mentioned it and he did say, listen, you know, this is, this is her baby. I'm just, I'm just in the back making things happen the best I can. And when I got to talk to Jazzy, I understood immediately what he was talking about because she does run the show and, uh, they work together. Well, she's going to talk about that. She's going to talk about what it was like having kids at a young age and having to, um, maintain a structure a family structure that is tight uh we talk a lot about running your own business um, and what she's learned so listen um i'm stoked and i know i say that every episode but it's 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 the fucking truth i just i'm I'm so i'm always excited i'm always excited to do these episodes because it's just another chapter that i've worked hard to present to you and I'm, i'm 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 happy so let's just get right to it We're wrapping up Women's History Month. It's the end of March. We're going out with a bang. Like I said, this 
is Jazzy Garcia, episode 25. Let's go. Hey, there she is. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> How are you? Nice to meet you. Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. You know, pretty good. It's been uh it's been a rough couple of weeks for me, but you know, the the weather doesn't want to seem to make up its mind with the uh, whether it wants to be freezing cold or 50, 60 degrees, which I'm not complaining exactly. about the 50 to 60 degrees, but uh, you know. It's the um, other part. Yeah, it's waking up and it's, you know, I got to get up at like 3:30 in the morning, so when I walk outside and it's 17 degrees and then I got to be prepared for 50 degrees when I leave work. It's a little confusing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. It is. You go when it's dark, it's cold to come out. It's kind of sunny, kind of yeah. warm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my life for like for the next two months until April. And then I'll be I'll be back on a normal schedule. But how have you been? I know the last time we were going to interview, uh, you got sick with COVID. I'm hoping that yes. it, it turned yeah. out OK, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I was it, it was it was pretty crappy, but. I, I have an amazing home. Everyone at home took care of me. I felt like I was, I would text Jose and tell him I felt like I was in prison because I was like, can you drop this off at the door for me, please? Yeah. yeah I have, I we have a dog and a cat and they're like at the door looking at me like, why won't you let me in? I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Yeah, the whole quarantine. way better. Yeah, <laughs> the whole quarantine experience is just awkward. It's kind of like you know, it is because you're yeah. stuck in your own home for no. It's 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 awkward. It's like. I love you enough, so I'm going to, like, not be around you, and I'm going to lock myself in the room and just leave the food at the door and knock on the door and run away. Like, yeah, it's it's weird. You know, the funny thing is, like, I'm the kind of person, when I get sick, I prefer to be, like, just let me be. And, and my wife loves to take care of me, so it's kind of like a, I know that I'll, I I have her to help me and get me whatever I need, and but I also am, I'm kind of like, I just want to be left alone. But then when it comes to, like, the whole quarantine thing, it's like, I mean, and I'm I an introvert. <laughs> I'm an introvert, yeah, but I this is this is extreme for even me. <laughs> exactly. I think for me and Jose, it was like our roles got reversed. Like usually, I'm like thermometer and Vicks, and you know, oh, what's wrong? Let me take care of you. Um, I'm more like I suffer in silence. Like, oh, I'm fine, but you know, my like throat's on fire. And to have him take care of me completely, I was like. I was like, you see, you can do it. Yeah. I, I mean, I appreciate it because I'm sure he probably realized, like, oh, crap, she does a lot. Uh, I know, right? It's kind of like, see, now you know what I got to go through, what I got to take yeah, care of. Yeah, yeah, the roles definitely were reversed. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that he sits in the room away from us, but, no, you I know, it was that weird, like, he had to become kind of me and be like, okay, what does she need to... Like everything, like it, it was kind of nice because you know, I'd be like, can I get some chips? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're okay. Obviously, it's it's a crazy world that we're living Thank in right you. now. It's almost like whenever someone gets sick, like when the kids get sick, you know, it's now we have to go through the whole. All right. Well, are we going to get them tested? Is that what we're doing now? You know, and then yeah, it's, yeah, it's almost it's a normal conversation. People are like, so did you get tested? <laughs> <laughs> I tested negative. Don't worry, everybody. Like, exactly. every, I don't know how exactly. many times I've heard I'm that. I'm the same way. Like, if you're beside me and you cough, I'm going to kind of give you some side eye. Like, mm, like especially yeah. now I got over COVID. Like, I love my coffee. And to not taste it, I was like, no, yeah. Like, stay away from me. Oh, you, you lost it. your taste. Yeah. So I could, I still, I can taste it, but it's not 100%. Oh, even now. That's how I kind of knew I had it when I was, um, me and Jose, we order this. It's Yucateco. It's like really hot, hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And I had a spoonful of it, and I was like, hmm. "Oh wow!" I was like, Wait a minute, and I was like, "Okay, it's sinuses." Like you know, you try to rationalize, like, "Okay, this isn't COVID; it's sinus." Like, and then Sunday when we tested, it was, oh yeah. He just looked at me. He's like, "Go upstairs, <laughs> like, get away from us." <laughs> isn't it funny too? Like as soon as you get, uh, t- you test positive. Like when my wife tested positive, it was like. 30 minutes ago, I was cool with you, but now you just got to get now away. We're enemies. <laughs> don't touch nothing. I was just yeah. hugging you five minutes ago. I don't care. Don't touch me. So then for like three days, I'm like, are you okay? Do you, uh, you don't feel nothing, right? You don't got your throat. And he's like, no, I'm fine. I was like, are you sure? Because like, I was in the car with you. Like, I coughed. Like, oh, like, you know, you try to rationalize, like, what did I do? Like, did I touch the kids? Did I do this? Yep. Did I do that? But. Thank God, like nobody got sick. I was the only one that got sick, and good. within a week, well, not good, fine. but good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure your wife would say the same. It's kind of nice to take a break, but at the same time, it's it's a weird break. It's not like like 
oh, you were laid up with COVID. No, it's kind of weird. It's it's yeah. definitely like come to Jesus meeting with yourself for as long as you're quarantining. <laughs> no, seriously, well, like. You- <laughs> Even like here, it's kind of like um, like wh- where I work. Like at first, uh, okay, I'm gonna like really be transparent. But like at first, when everything popped off, it was like, and my wife's a nurse, so we're, we're you know, she's like, okay, well, um, if I'm gonna get tested, then we I have to let my job know. And I'm like, all right, well, then I have to let my job know. And then like yeah. two years later, it's at the point where I'm like, I'm not getting paid anymore for any missed days. So if you get tested, it is positive. I'm still going to take my ass to work. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, I really, really, really shouldn't be doing that. But I, yeah, how, it's, yes. like, it's like, there's like no, there's inner, no pay. Yeah. About everything. Yes. Yeah. It's a, yeah. And that's a shame. And it's like, it's like, man, this is where we are. Cause it's now we start getting into the nitty gritty. Like if you test negative or if you test positive, but I'm negative, I'm going to work. If I test positive, uh, I'll think about it, but I can't afford to miss because now yeah. where I work, it's like five days you have to stay home. I used to be 10. And if I don't have any time to make up for my missed time, that's that's a paycheck and a half right there just that exactly. I'm not going to get. Exactly. You know? Yeah, so, it, it's, it's weird. Like the beginning, I think it was more normal for everyone to be like, no, stay home. Don't come to work. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Now like, how sick are you? Yeah, like, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, wait a minute, like two years ago, you didn't want me to come to work. And now all of a sudden, like, well, how sick are you? <laughs> well, I, I think it's like I'm, I said this last year and I've, I'm eating my words, but like um, I'm hoping that this is the year where we start, you know, turning the, the curve and hopefully getting back to some sort of like, absolutely absolute like ter- permanent normalcy yeah like normalcy. i don't even want to hear the word like i we're not allowed to talk about it i, yeah. I don't even want anyone to talk about the last two years to me like when huh no i'm, I'm sorry when was that yeah it's gonna be like a dead part of my of my brain <laughs> Well, the, I know the the whole pandemic, uh, and I talk about this with everybody. The, you know, the pandemic has has affected how we do things, and obviously, when it comes to business and and staying yeah. from staying home and working from home has become like a very ideal thing now. Or even as we get back into normalcy, there's some places that are like, I think we're going to keep it. Uh, we we work better like this. Were you able to, with your business, um, TooSincere.com, and what you're doing with your candles that's always been a home bit you do this at your house already so i've i've always done it at home it started around 2012 2013 but with the pandemic i was at brick and mortar building so i was doing like small events i was in so when covid hit all these places kind of were like hey like nobody's coming in to buy we have to rent a space you have to pay them for they for them to sell it so at the end of the day as a small small business owner i was like i can't I can't even afford to have it on a shelf because you're not open. Right. You know, I, I've never really had my own store to sell my own candles. And even when I think of people I know that had their own businesses are like, yeah, don't you didn't miss out on anything the last two and a half years. Like it really did affect me. The only difference was I didn't have a brick and mortar. I was home. So I was able to really focus on rebranding. Like it was something we thought about. I had, okay. We okay. So when I started with Sweetie Soy, I had just got recently laid off, driving my husband crazy. He was like, "Oh my god, like find something to do, babe." <laughs> I, I mean, really, like I needed to know what else to do. Like he was like, "You're coming to eat dinner at like eleven in the morning. Like you gotta find something mm, to do." Yeah. So he was like, "Try." I don't know. He was like, "Google something." So you know, I got into candle making and I dropped off a candle to his sister, and she's like, "Yo, that smells good." And I was like, you know, I- I'm weird with compliments. So I was like, mm, are you sure? Like, are you trying right. to be nice? Like, no, I'm like, my whole house smelled great. And I thought about it. He was like, babe, just tell it, you know, see what happens. And the more people I would give a candle here, give one here. And the more like people be like, you'll make more and have what kind of sense you have. And it, it just kind of took off after that. When I took off, it took about a year. I started to be like small. Um, I did a lot of makers markets. Okay. So those are like big, like flea markets, but not really. It's a lot of it is small business owners. There's a lot of um, jewelry makers, a lot of just little tiny yeah, things like that you crafty. don't really think about. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I did a lot of those shows. That, some of them are worth it. Some of them I would sell one candle and I paid a hundred bucks to be there. Gotcha. Yeah. So. My husband, being the marketing person he is, is like, you really have to learn how to market yourself. And I always felt like my, my candle company started off as too sincere. Sorry. 
as Sweetie Soy. And I felt like I wasn't really myself. Like I was trying to be everything for everyone. Does okay. that make sense? Like, yeah. I was trying to have 45 cents because one person mentioned one cent to me and I wanted to appease them so much that I just was like, oh yeah, I can get that for a year. Oh yeah, I can make that. Uh... It was costing me more to make that one candle than it was for the sale of it. But I'm such a people pleaser that I wanted to, I wanted to create these. Yeah, yeah. My customers, I wanted to create my tribe. I wanted to get people who loved my candles. But then I realized, like, hold on. I'm losing focus of the re- real reason of what this is a business. Like, it's not, oh, you're my friend and I like you and here's a candle. It's a business. Like, I'm putting money into it, but I'm not. I'm seeing it, but I'm not seeing it. Yep. And so when the pandemic hit, it kind of gave me and Jose a chance to kind of really decide, hey, I want to I want to do it. Now's the time to do it now. Like we're stagnant. We're not doing anything. Nobody's doing anything. We decided to create too sincere and it was more want to be more organically me. And if I dropped an F-bomb, it was OK. It wasn't too sincere. Um, Sweetie Soy. Sweetie Soy came with this rustic, very like, oh, hi, I'm Jazzy. Nice to meet you. Yeah, it wasn't really me. And I always felt like when I did these events, I had to. To put on a put on a, a mask yes. and yeah, I got hear you. And it felt like I just worked for somebody else. Gotcha. I was selling someone else's product. Let's, so when it became too sincere, I kind of was able to be like, oh, okay, I don't, I I can be me, and I don't have to be like, oh, you know, I have to be super nice and super sweet. I can have a really shitty day and be like, hey, yeah, shitty day today. You know what I mean? Like the well, names. That's where the names came from. I wanted to make the names where they were cute, but people understood it. But it was still who I was. Right. And people can relate to those names, too. It's almost yes. a, you, you You found a nice niche there where it was kind of like, uh, you know, when I even when I did the review with my wife, uh, my wife and I, we like we curse on the regular. So I say that because I feel like people who who openly like curse and then they see uh, really catchy names that kind of like fit in with everyday people. Those are the kind of people that, that gravitate toward, towards that right away. Cause it's, we're already in our element being ourselves. And yeah. so like the, she yeah. bad and, and, um, like day I, drunk, what, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, it, that. like, yeah, I had a well, well, and it was almost, it was almost, yeah, I, I, I already wanted to buy the candle. I don't even know what it smelled like, but I just liked, I liked having something, you know, in today's day and age, it's almost like you have these, especially digitally, you know, and, it, and it's a huge different world that I'm talking about right now. But in regards to like digital things that you can own that represent who you are, these candles with catchy slogans and catchy names, it appeases people's like personalities. So, yeah, and yeah. that's and that's what people love. And so you found that sweet niche. Let's back up real quick because you had mentioned you got laid off. What were you working that you got laid off from? So I was a sales manager for a weight loss company. I did that for a very long time. Um, okay. Kind of out the blue, I was the, the director of sales. I was very, very big on sales. So that's why that sale part of the candles came to me so naturally. Uh, but I forgot to leave the element that, hey, it's your business. You can you can be who you want to be. But I did that for a long time. And then they just kind of went out of business. Um, 2011, 2012, around there. And then I drove my husband crazy. And he's like, please find something to do. <laughs> well, you both had like the, uh, like a mirrored path in that regard where you both were, were given an opportunity to kind of like, oh, well, I, if I'm being let go, then maybe my, now is my time yeah. to maybe kind of follow my path. He's okay. definitely more of a pusher than me. I'm more of uh. a... Uh, I'm more of don't push me. I'll do it when I'm ready. But he's like, <laughs> he's more like, he'll coerce me and be like, but you are ready. Like, are, do you listen to what you're saying? I'm like, yeah, but don't tell me what to do. Like, I'll do it. But, you know, it, I think we both have the same direction. He's just more like he jumps in. I'm more like, eh, let me check the temperature first. No, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm just like you. And my wife is more like, uh, let's do it now. And we'll figure that out later where I'm yeah. like, I, I, let me do the research. I'm the research guy. Oh, no, he's research. So like, oh, OK. He's, okay. <laughs> he's like, bam, bam, bam. I'm like, but what about? No, ba- I already looked at that. OK, so, he so knows he- like, I'm, more of the, I'm very hesitant. And he's more like I did the research when. I, I got papers. You want to read them? I'm like, no, like yeah. he, he researches and he'll jump in. Like once he sold, he sold. I'm more of, uh, you got to warm up to it. Yes. Yes. And sometimes he'll, he'll help me see that. I'm like, all right, let's do it. 
working with your husband is, and I've gotten his side of it, obviously, but I would like to get yours because I've always gotten the vibe from both of you, you know, through the social media posts and, uh, and, and hearing uh, Jose's story, the, the bond that the both of you have, you, you work well together. I mean, obviously you guys are going to have moments, but for the most part, it seems like you work well together. Yeah. I, I think because he's, I'm sales, like I'm very sales associated. Like I can like, I'm always thinking like, okay, what's the next step? He's more of more of the long-term person. Does that make sense? Like yeah. he's more of, this is where we start, but we both have the end goal at mind. We just tend to start in two different places, but we always meet in the same part. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, he used to help me. Once I got the hang of everything, I was like, yeah, I don't need you in the kitchen. I can do this. So he kind of became more of like my back of house thing, like the computer guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But with that being said, like he built my website. That's something I couldn't even think of. Like, it's and it's beautiful so like it is i'm okay with that like yes like i can tell sometimes he'll be like you want me to, you want me to put this in here i'm like no 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 i got it like he wants to help but i'm i'm one of the people like don't touch it yeah uh, like i hear old, you i'm yep. like an old spanish lady i'm like don't touch it yep leave it right there yeah <laughs> so yeah he knows kind of i i come in here i do my thing and he'll he does my back of house stuff and it just works like we work so well together that it just works as a married couple, how do you manage your business conversations? Do you ever turn that off or is it does it flow freely anytime at all? Oh, yeah. Listen, we could be eating dinner and I could be talking about my dad working all the time. Be like, so you know what I was thinking about? You know what a good post would be? Like, and it's just something like, and he'll be like, babe, go get paper or oh, get your cool. phone and write it in your phone. Like, he's, we're always just, and let me tell you, like, we'll start here. And yeah. we'll end up down a rabbit hole of all these ideas and all these like, it, like we laugh because we're like 20 something years and we still didn't run out of shit to say, talk about. Like, how are we like still making each other <laughs> laugh? And how do we it's crazy. Like, we'll come home and still and it'll be 11 o'clock. Like, I'm tired. But did I tell you about this and this? And like, <laughs> it, it, yeah, we, I don't know. I don't even know if we know that it's on all the time. If it's just us. Well, you've been together for a long time. You said 20, 20 years or so. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a, a long time. Of course, you're going to have like you're going to know each other like the back of your hand. And there's no yeah. you don't yeah. have to worry about uh, triggering him because you already know the triggers. And that's exactly. what a beautiful thing about a long relationship. Uh, having uh, when, when I talked to Jose, he, he had mentioned the, the having children at a young age. How has that impacted you as a mother and as and as a, a wife in, in the household that you are with the business also because do you do you feel that having children at a young age would you be able to be doing what you're doing now if you had children later on in life or or do you think it would be just as just as easy for you i don't know if the hunger would have been there mm. i don't know if my desire to to be the best would have been there if that like when i think of where me and jose started in our first kid and like and it's it's rare that you bump into someone and be like, holy crap, I remember that from high school. And they had a kid together and they're still together. Like, it's really rare. I'll bump Very. into people and be like, you and Jose are still together. I'm like, mm hmm So I think we both had the same desire was let's do everything in our power to make sure that they never, ever, ever even slightly have to go through unnecessary wants or needs. Mm -hmm. And I think that at a young age, like we both had shitty jobs. We both like, we hustled, we hustled to make sure our, our kid went without anything. Like just the other day, I was actually just yesterday. I had a friend over here and I was telling her when me and him got our first apartment, we used to pay a ridiculous low amount in rent. I think it was like less than $400 a month. And I remember working so hard and being like, Oh my God, $400 a month yeah They're ripping us off like <laughs> but it was you know we were 17 living in our own place so yes it was crazy like when I think of most like I think my kids my kids would be like mom can I come home like I have a 19 year old who probably like, can I can I not leave home can we stay home so when I think of I I think that's what was our, our desire was never to ever to give our kids what we never had and to never let them go hungry or go without things they didn't need to go without.
I like how you said uh, you you don't know if you would have the hunger because it's always like uh, and you don't know it until it's always the hindsight that where you see yeah. that you don't see yeah. it in the moment yeah. you know uh, the, having children and being a young uh, adult a child pretty much in your own right and you don't see it in the moment but that that experience and the trials and tribulations of parenthood and yeah you're you're right still considering like i'm considered a young adult because like when my daughter comes home and tells me like mom most of my parents friends are like older than you yeah you know sometimes they'll be like oh that's your mom <laughs> you know what i mean so <laughs> but at the same time i think even now like we me and jose have such an amazing relationship with all three of our kids like we have a 22 year old who comes here and he he'll lay on the sofa and be like i'm gonna tell you all about what's going on in my life like oh cool like we just have this relationship with them but i think they've also seen damn mom and dad hustled like mom and dad have been working nonstop. they they built a little empire with their candles like bobby can build websites like he yeah. went to school when he was an adult he had three kids when my husband went to school and got his master's degree with freaking magna come out like all these things yeah. that my kids can look at and be like yo my mom and dad never let nothing stop them like they never took no for no as an answer but i think also it helped me and jose be better adult parents even now because we were young parents and now we're adult parents and when i think of how we are with our kids now and how my mom was with me and how you know especially being latina like growing up you know we're yeah. so like we're a thousand times better than our parents were and you know not to talk crap but probably a million times better than their parents were mm -hmm. like i think we were able to kind of take a step back and be like all right especially for me you know i grew up very latina like very very like Puerto Rican, my grandmother was super strict, super Pentecostal. So for me, it was taking that step back and letting my kids be truly who they were and not being so judgmental. Because I think that's a part of, of our cultures. We can be very judgmental. So for us, Absolutely. it was just taking that step back and saying, you know what? Even if my kids got to see, I would be like, did you work hard for it? Did you yeah. study as hard as you could? Yeah, mom. Then you know what? I'm proud of you. And I think that's the thing that we put our children in so high expectations that we were there. Like we were there not too long ago. We messed up. <laughs> like i think of what i did when i was their age and i'm like thank god like yeah thank god like you you have a seat like that's the worst you're telling me like uh, like i think that's what helped me and jose be better parents was our desire and our hunger like we were always hungry well i think also like when you were talking about like growing up and and when when you are Latino and you're and you're you're brought up, especially in the 70s, 70s, 80s, 90s. It was a very, very strict household, especially in mine. And when you can kind of take things from that and and also recognize like like that's humility where you can say, uh, you know, I'm probably doing things a little bit better than my parents, but that's not a knock on my parents. No, that, it's not. That's how it's supposed to be though. That's it's supposed to be like, if you're doing it right and you want the best for your children, hopefully your children do it better. Like I hope exactly. my kids do it better than me. Yeah. And so exactly. I, exactly. That, that's the beautiful thing. And, and I think the dope thing about the relationship that you have with Jose is that the, both of you were on that same wavelength where it, I don't think, a relationship like yours, because uh, you see it every now and then. It is rare, but you do see it every now and then. And you, you know for a fact that it has to work from both people. And if yes. one person isn't on that same wavelength, it doesn't work. So that's what makes your yeah. relationship even more special. Um, yeah. So I commend you because 20 years and, and still being young, that's that's, you know, it's it's almost like, wow, God bless you. I, I hope that you have many, many more years to look forward to. That's the game plan, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about the candles, because you, when you talked about getting laid off and then you you found, you know, you found something to do. You made a candle for a friend. Why candle? Was that always something that you had knowledge so, of doing or? <laughs> I would spend so much money at like Yankee Bath and Body, like oh, yeah, yeah, ridiculous, like <laughs> ridiculous. Like I don't even want to tell you how much, but a lot of money, like for candles that they would smell good when I was there. But when I go home, I'm like, mm -hmm. they don't even smell. So when I started to Google, I was like, mm, I wonder how expensive because I was laid off. So I was like, I wonder how expensive that would be for me to make it. Mm. So of course, Jose does research. Of course, <laughs> he does all his research, and he's like, babe, it's not expensive. Get started. 
he ordered everything. Everything came. The first few were like, I was choking in the kitchen. Like I lit the one candle. I was like, oh my God, I can taste it. Like it really was learning how to do it. Once I realized I enjoyed it and it was more of like, like a mental escape, honestly, like yeah, I would just absolutely. go to the kitchen. I would set everything up, get my scale, like literally. And I would just sit there, put on the music and zone out for hours. And when I turn around, I'm like, oh shit, I made like 50 candles. I only needed wow. one. Wow. It, it's very relaxing. And that's why you would like to do it on your own. That's how I am anyway. That's yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. time to click. Yeah. So cool. So, so usually I give myself a few days. Like I have a, like a whole setup that I do. But like when I'm making them, it's complete silence. When after that, like the next few days, it's just regular packaging stickers and all that. But making them, that's my well, thing. Like, So what's your vibe? Like how, what's your routine when you make them? You said music. What kind of music are you listening to? 90s. Like okay. Lauren Hill. Ah. Like, um, I, but I also like Lizzo. I also like Jasmine Sullivan. It just depends what mood. Cardi B sometimes. It really does depend what's happening. Sometimes I'll play Jose's playlist. Like we actually have like a whole family playlist. So we'll share that. Cool. It really, it really does depend. But the vibe, the music, it just, it depends. Like if there's some days that certain scents I feel like are definitely deserved for me to play this, this, this soundtrack. I also like 90s alternative music. Nice. So sometimes you'll come in and I'll have Green Day on or Atlantic yeah. It just depends. It really does depend. But music has We're to be part of it. We're pretty eclectic when it comes to music. That's awesome. Music has to be part of it, though, I'm assuming, right? You can't just make yeah. it without music. Yes. Yes. But see, I think that also goes back to growing up as a Spanish. Like, mm -hmm. growing oh, my God, Saturdays. <laughs> like, I can remember I closed oh, my yeah. eyes and it was 7 in the morning. It smelled like fabuloso and pine salt. <laughs> and then, like... Stop playing at seven in the morning. Yeah. Your mom's like yep. busted in the room. Like it's time to wake up. It's like yeah. what? So that's a part of it that it also gives me that energy because that music playing means you you got to be working. You got to be doing something. Let's go. It's cleaning for me. It's making candles. That's I don't make them at seven in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about it myself. Like that's one thing growing up that um, like obviously and today I can't do that because of my schedule. But it's like. I mean, it, it was always like, I don't know of any other like time in my life, except for when I was young, where we were waking up the whole day. It was like a celebration to clean, to clean the to house. Clean. It was. Yeah, they, I remember. Like, they, they basically seasoned the tub with like Ajax. For the yeah. Whole day for, like, so I can't shower because it's nope. seasoned in Ajax. <laughs> it, yeah, it just, and. Oh, my mom, I, 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 my mom would already be dressed and like uh, all the bathroom, like the two bathroom doors would be open and and it would already be swept out. And it was my responsibility that day to, you know, clean all the toilet and, and the sink. And my sister would get it the other week. But it was like this Saturday was the day to clean. And nowadays yeah. it's like I would love to do that. But our being so busy schedule wise, it's like, man, I wish I could tap back into that with my kids. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like pulling teeth just to get the kids to remember to do some shit. You know what I mean? But no, I, seriously. <laughs> I do know the uh, I do know the Ajax uh, lifestyle. Yes, I and I do that myself sometimes. They tell me I have a bleach problem. I love bleach. Like I put bleach on everything to clean. <laughs> I where I work at FedEx, I I have like this black soot that builds up all over me throughout the shift because of all the exhaust from the forklifts and taking a shower. It's like all that residue and God bless my wife because she cleans the shower about 99% of the time. I'm really horrible keeping up on it. But when I do keep up on it, I'm like, where's the Ajax or where's the Comet? I need the Comet. Yeah, and the my comet, wife's like, yeah. what do you need that for? I'm like, I gotta have that. It's the only way. And I gotta make the Comet paste with water and Comet yes, and yes. scrub it all. Yeah, it, it, but it works. <laughs> it does, it does. So talk to me about where, like, now that you've got Too Sincere rolling and and the candles, by the way, are great. I've ordered twice already from there. Yes, yes, um, appreciate it. Thank I appreciate it. And they're really good candles. My wife and I, my wife loves getting candles anyway. When you talked about your whole spending money on candles situation, my wife 
my wife finds ways to find candles from so many different places that I can't keep track. Yeah. Uh, so, so this was all that when I, when I saw what you were doing, it's, it was really cool to kind of get, uh, get her hip to that. But what do you, what's your goal for too sincere in the future? Like what would you, what else do you like to do? Cause you don't just make candles. You also kind of provide these little uh, spray, those little mini spray bottles. Yeah. So the unfunky room sprays. Yeah. Yes. So we just did a, we, it was like a small launch of like, now you can buy the matching room spray to match your candle. Uh, yeah, yeah. So when you and your wife did the podcast, you were discussing my candles, you guys discussed something and it triggered something in mine and Jose's brain. I was like, I used to do that. And I stopped doing that. Why did I, you guys talked about wax melts and I yeah. used to do that. Well, that's what they were in the so, bag though. So those are samples. Oh, okay. So those, okay. what I do is I place those to like that. If the customer wants to smell, hey, you know what? She had that one smell, but I didn't want to buy two candles. That wasn't sure because I want to be realistic. I know oh. that when I purchase something, I buy one just to test it to see. Yeah, yeah. So what I do is I throw that other scent in case you seen it and you weren't sure if you would like it. Now you have a sample. You'd be like, oh, okay, I can, I can vibe with that. Yeah. So actually, that's something that we're um I decided that we're gonna be relaunching. Just working on some back of house. We're going to go back to doing our um, little wax melts. Oh, what kind of wax melts? The same sense that you're already making or do you want to make? Same sense, yeah. Okay. Yes. And then, you know, really trying to keep up on a seasonal scent. Like that was the problem before I had way too many and it became too much of a hassle. Sometimes too much, even for the customer, like 45 cents. Like you really had 45 cents? Halfway through the page, you're like, I don't want to buy one. You got way too many. Like, so we really cut back, but we wanted to keep the clamp the wax melts the same as the candles we currently have did you really have 45 cents is that an accurate number oh, oh i'm not a, no 47 to be exact 47 do you even remember what they all were no <laughs> <laughs> what so have you we... see where the problem was because it was a constant thing it was it, let's say your girlfriend reached out or your wife and she's like hey can you get lavender sure then you reached out hey can you get honey sure and then someone else, hey, I like root beer. Okay, sure. So I, I, I wanted to appease people. But the thing is, I was selling candles, but I wasn't getting repeat customers. So what's the point of selling a candle if you haven't really sold that person? It doesn't matter if it's a candle or whatever it is that you're selling. But if you don't have a repeat customer, that means that your product wasn't, it didn't draw their attention. It either lackluster for some reason or your marketing kind of sucked. Mm. And I mean that, you know, I don't mean that in a rude way because listen, and like the whole marketing, the, I, I I give all the credit to Jose. He's the one who really, really has pushed me to be like, listen, I know it sucks, but you have to market yourself. Like you can't just market your product. You have to market yourself. And that's the same with a candle. I can sell you a candle, but if you don't feel that connection with the product or the person selling it, you're not going to rebuy it. So when you have 47 candles, can I really connect with every single customer? If you just want one candle one time, Probably yeah. not. How long did it so take then, for you, you know, to, to? How long did it take for you to 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 realize that what you just said? Like, was, I'm really embarrassed. <laughs> no, no, don't be. I'm curious. The pandemic. The oh. pandemic. Like all honesty, the pandemic. So God love him because he is patient. As I don't know how, but he'd be like, "Babe, you don't think that's a lot of candles? No. You don't want to try to maybe stop selling that? No. Maybe you don't want to retire that set? No." You know, because from his standpoint, I knew what he was looking at. He was looking at it as a marketing aspect. You can't market 47 candles. Yeah. Especially when you're an online business and it's a, it's a product that you have to smell. It has to be in front of you. How do you do that with 47 products? You can't. So it took a lot, but the pandemic hit and we weren't doing anything. And he's like, you know, we thought about it. You, you said that you felt like Sweetie's, um, Sweetie Soy was like a old lady kind of feel to it. And it really did. Like I always said, oh, um, I always feel like a vieja, like yeah. old lady, like, like, you know, I have to go, oh, here's my little flowers. And, you know, sometimes <laughs> I just want to curse. Sometimes I'm not in a good mood, you know? And, you know, when we sat there and we thought about names and like too sincere, it was like, sometimes that's my problem. I'm just too sincere, but it's ah, truly that's, uh, who I am. I like it's it truly now. who I am. Like, I'm, I'm organically me. Like the name is organically me. The, the, the candle names are organically who they are like it's who i am i don't have to hide behind a product because i am my product 
when the uh, when your forty seven cents started to go down, is that where the names, the unique names of your candles started coming into play? Is that so is that around? The crazy thing is, I had crazy names. Oh, the forty seven candles. Oh. Like, listen, like when I tell you that it doesn't. I cared for every single item. Like I've always loved everything. Like I didn't care if there were times that I would get huge candle orders and it was nine different candle scents. Mm. So, you know, Mm. and I individually cared for each and every candle because to me, it was like a baby. I watched it grow. I watched it go from take my little free candle to, Hey, I have these amazing candles. You want to buy some? Sure. Give me nine of them. Like, you know, so I felt like I have to care for each and every one. I have to name them like my children, you know, you don't walk around and be like, Hey kid, like you name your kids because you love them. Same. It was with my candles. I named every single one. And then it just became to be, it it was just too much. It was too much. I had a full-time job. I was trying to keep up with 47 candles. It became too much. Well, that's also, it, it really does though show like how like attentive you are to your passion where you were even, and I can kind of relate to that, uh, not just kind of, I can really relate to that part where when you find something that you're passionate about, you start looking at all the little intricacies of it and you really like adopt it and you want to make sure that it's special for that person. And you even, yeah. I mean, the, the cool thing about it though, is you were even like, you even knew that you needed to get these people to come back. If they weren't coming back, then the, the relationship always- wasn't created. I would go and be like, Jose, like, I haven't seen them. Like, they haven't bought candles. What happened? And like that, and I would have this internal monologue, like, reach out to them. Find them on Facebook. You know, like this creepy stalker part of me was like, why did you not buy more? Like, what did I do? (laughs) And that's a problem. You know, I would take it so personal because it was, it was my baby. It was, it it still is. Like, Like, when I think of where it started, like, why didn't you buy it? Like, come back, like. Even when I did events and people would pick it up, like I had to go back to my old sales techniques. Like I did sales for so long that their, their thing was give your price. And if you speak first, you lose. What do you mean? So like, let's say I was selling you a car. Yeah. And I'm the salesperson. I say, so Felix is going to cost you about $38,000 today. How'd you like to get that started? Ah. Dead silence. So the first one to speak is the loser is how I was trained. But because it was my business, I, I didn't know when to shut the hell up. You were trying and to sell yeah, it. You were trying so to push it. that one's monkey farts and that one smells like bananas. Oh, and it also has coconut. Oh no. And like, I I wanted to t- tell everyone, smell this, smell it, smell yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I had to learn how to take a step back. Yes, it's your business, but you're still selling product. Take a step back, let them come to you. Let them ask you the question, hey, wh- what's in here? And then go off and then tell them what's in it. Yeah. You know I mean? When people ask me, oh, you make candles? Oh, no, I don't just make candles. Like, you better talk to me with a little respect. Like, come here, let me explain to you what I make. Like, it's not just melted wax with scents. Like, no, I care for these candles. Like, I put, I make sure that every candle, like, I look at it, I'll turn them around. I'll be like, nope, ugly. Mm. I'll put stickers on it. I'll be like, mm, oh, no, that one's ugly. What are you looking for I that have, makes like, that a makes cemetery it? of candles that I won't sell because I don't think. They're up to par. What, what is it that can turn you off? The color? Like, just the color of a candle? No. So, well, no, because I don't put any color in mine. Right. So, it's called frosting. Okay. So, as they're drying, sometimes depending on temperature change, like, I won't move my candle. It has to cure. Don't touch. Don't even look at it. Don't think about looking at it. Like, I'm serious. Like, my candle sits there, and it needs to cure. Like, I get crazy. <laughs> Do you walk away? Like, do you just like say bye and walk away? And, no, and... like the whole kitchen is off. Like, oh, nobody goes. <laughs> Listen, so this is how it is. I cook dinner for everyone. I clean up the whole kitchen and I literally tell everyone like I'm making candles. So if you're going to get something, get it now. You'll see my daughter. She'll walk in the kitchen. She's like, oh, I'm and I'm just, hurry up. Get out. <laughs> like, you know, because I really do. I, I want my I want my space. No, I and dig it. I, I don't have a brick and mortar. So this is my space. And, you know, I love that they give me that, that they give me my time and the house. Like I'll go upstairs and I'll taste candles on me because I just made candles. But I literally like I take care of every candle like they cure. They have their they have their moment. Like they, it's kind of like they have a spa day. If it, And the next day, if I get up and I don't like the way it's drying or or 
have you ever gotten a candle and it's just like has ugly divots in it? Or, yeah. Yeah. So why are you paying for that? Mm. Does that make sense? Like, no, you absolutely. Have to yeah. Pay for that. Or you get a candle and it's like, there's this much missing from the top. Like what? No, no. Like all your candles have to look the same. All your product has to look the same. If you were spending 20 bucks and one day you got this amazing big bottle, the next day you got this. Eh, it looks like the person didn't want to work today. You're probably not going to order a third time. You're and right. if you do and you get something that's even less mediocre than the second time, you're probably going to be done with them. You're turned off. You're going to go, mm, I gave you two chances. You messed it up. I'm okay. I'll take my business elsewhere. For me, I only have one chance because I am an online business. Yeah. I get one chance. So I think that's why I take it so personal when I'm like, like, why didn't they buy it? What stopped them? Was it the price? Like, talk to me. Like, you know, I, but at the same time, I have to realize like, you know what? I, finding out okay if it's price i can't change that because i know the value i know how much i love my candles but anything after that hey if you don't say nothing i don't know exactly and it's a fine line too where you have to care 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 but then you have to know when to back off and, and yeah because yeah. yeah. at the end of the day it's your bottom dollar it's your money you know you have to know how how much can i appease this customer without feeling that okay now i'm being taken advantage of right absolutely do you remember any of the like what out of all of those scents? And I keep going back to the scents, the number of scents because it's I'm trying it's to lot. imagine. I'm trying to imagine like all of them. But what are the some of the craziest names that you gave your your candles? Do you remember a few? Monkey fart. <laughs> what? Why would anybody want to smell monkey farts? What is that? Because it was banana and coconut. Oh, see, but I don't. <laughs> that smells so good, that was actually. One of my favorite ones, especially like when I had a customer in front of me. Listen, if you and your wife are standing there and you're waiting for your wife to order candles, you're like, all right, smell all the candles. And all of a sudden, you hear the sales lady go, You want to smell monkey farts? You're going to turn around and be like, No, but I want to smell monkey farts. What does that smell like? Yeah. It, it really it grasps your attention. So what else? like that was that was one of the bigger ones. I'm trying to think of what else we had. Oh, my God. Aphrodisiac. We had that one. That one was like a very it was a very I have to I have to say it was it was neutral. It wasn't feminine. OK, it wasn't overly feminine. It wasn't overly masculine. masculine. It was just a very nice. I, I can't even describe the smell of it. That was another one. That was a really, really, really popular one. When you think of these names, are you thinking of a name that goes with the smell or are you think of a name that completely goes against like like when I think of monkey farts and then you told me what it was, it was like, oh, that's actually the opposite of what a fart would smell like. Yes. But I, I get why you call it. It's like it's like I'm going to call it something that's going to get your attention, but it's not going to be. It's anything. not going to be what you think it is. Yes. Yes. Moon of My Life, that was probably one of my favorite ones, but that was named after I watched, like, binge watch Game of Thrones. Okay. And, like, okay. the one day I smelled it, and I looked at it, I was like, this is probably what it smells like in Game of Thrones. And he just comes like, what? I was like, this candle <laughs> smells like the ocean when it meets rocks, and they, and he's like, ah, like, that's that. <laughs> you know, but that's cool. It was moments, like, I had one, it was um, Honeysuckle. And it was really like my grandmother, God rest her soul, in her yard, she had honeysuckles and you could smell them. Yeah. And when I smelled that candle, like I literally had a knot in my throat because like, this one's like my grandma's house. Mm. Like to me, scents take you back to certain times. Uh, like, yeah, they That's really do. Like I could smell certain candles and be like, oh, my God, like if I close my eyes, I'm back to being this age doing this. Mm. Just like music does the same thing. So for me, when I would smell certain, like the honeysuckle, I didn't name it Willow's house because I figured people didn't know what that was. And it was too, it was too, it was too, too sincere for people to really understand it. And I was still sweetie soy. Absolutely. I dig it. So that was one, like I, but oh, even yeah, that, so even many. that, even that name honeysuckle, like, I feel like, would that be one of like, do you ever think of them and be like, you know, I, maybe I would like to have like an, a, a special edition that only lasts for like, you know, a month or something and bring them back. But we've a little thought bit. about that. We have. Um, the only thing with that is that I have an attachment problem. <laughs> <laughs> like I can see myself saying, ah, we'll do it for two months. And then the two months, I'm like, no, leave it on. 
let's just make it permanent. We'll just, we won't name it honeysuckle. Like I will rationalize why I should add another one to my, and I've been really strict with it. Like there's, there's one that I have that smells like cafe butelo. Oh. I love, 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 love that candle. It is not available, but I, I, I order it. I have to have that candle. Like, I love the smell of it. Like, there's certain scents that, for me, I ha- I like them. I have them. Like, I Jose's sister, she absolutely loves this one we used to have. And it's now it's only a seasonal one. So, you know, there's that. by the, It's by the fire. I don't think you, you've smelled that one. But um, no. it's, it's very earthy. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So his sister will be like, okay, when are you guys releasing it for I can order some? Because, you know, we've become very like, hey, if it's not available, I, I won't budge. I have to be able to say no. And that's my problem. I wouldn't say no. Sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure. And then I was coming home from a full-time job trying to make God knows how many candles because I had 47 cents because I had an attachment issue. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you completely stopped and you focused and honed in on Too Sincere with a selective uh, number of candles, did you notice that uh, some of the customers that you thought were only coming, were, were, that weren't going to come back, that they would kind of reach back out like, hey. Uh, Ironically, a lot of the people that fell off were people who, I knew once they would see the real side of me, they'd probably be like, oh, I didn't know she was a little crazy mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They were yep. my more older clientele, um, older women, mm-hmm. stay at home, you know. So my little abruptness sometimes would scare them. So they kind of just fell off. You know, some of the names were probably maybe went over their heads kind of, ooh, day drunk. Like, sure. I don't want to have a candle at 2 o'clock in the afternoon that says day drunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or who's bad she's bad what does that mean like <laughs> you know so <laughs> i had to make my candles for my tribe no absolutely and my tribe is people who can pick up my candle and have a good laugh and be like yo i need this in my life today <laughs> yeah i i completely relate to that because when i started doing the podcast and I, this i didn't really think too hard on this part because i I guess I was just already kind of uh, like sold on how I wanted to do it, but I knew that my podcast wasn't going to be a clean podcast, but it it also wasn't going to be like raunchy and filthy. And I I was talking about it with my wife and I would, you know, I said, you know, it really just depends on who I'm talking to. If I'm talking to somebody that just does not curse and, and, and that's the way he or she lives their lives, then I'm not going to obviously curse during the interview or even in the intro and outro. I'm going to make sure it's a clean episode, but I knew that there might have been some people that know me or my wife and that they hear it. And then they're kind of like, oh, well, he's uh, he's cursing. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I'm not I'm not like a sailor the whole way through the episode, but there might be some. F bombs here and there, but that's just like how I like to talk. But those are just sentence enhancers. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I know I completely, and, and I feel like if you're going to be yourself, if you're going to do something that you love, then you have to be yourself. Otherwise, you're not really all in. And then the, the product uh, suffers. And what you're yeah. doing doesn't yeah. really meet its full potential. So I completely understand. Um, yeah. Have you ever thought about? getting going to a brick and mortar building in the future to really display your candles one day if i win the lottery absolutely (laughs) Absolutely, right right right. you know that's honestly the only thing that ever stops anybody from you know especially being a small business owner is taking that big huge ass dive and saying you know what i'm going all in and i'm gonna go spend 100k on building this you know brick and mortar and pray every day that you sell enough candles you know and that's something that I don't see happening right now. Me and Jose tend to be very, very, we're, we're business savvy. We're not, you know, we're not crazy. We're not, it's been working for now. Yes, 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 yes. I would love to have a brick and mortar. Yes. I would love to have people come and meet me. Like I always tell Jose, I have a resting bitch face. Usually people look at me and like, mm, <laughs> it looks mean. But I once you get you. to yes. know me, people are usually like, oh my God, you're so nice. You're a good time. And I think if I can really show people my personality, they'd be like, that's why she named that candle that. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't think I can really. Yes. You have what? A minute on Instagram to really talk to people or what? A five minute. Yeah. But I feel like that face to face. 
is really important. So yes, if I could have a brick and mortar and really have that face to face with customers. Yeah. You know, it, it, I would be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, even as I asked that question and you started answering it, it, it dawned on me that I'm like, that is even wanting a brick and mortar building. Is that just because that's how it's always been? Like in today's day and age, what you can do online is is remarkable, it's and it's free. almost like it's yeah, free, right? Yeah, free. That's the part like I don't think it. I've I've had to wrap my head around, especially during the pandemic. Like, wait a minute, I'm complaining. That I'm not selling candles, but here's this thing: it's absolutely free. Yeah, just hope. Just you know, like it's really. Honestly, I've seen people blow up selling little pins for shirts. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And they yeah. did it all online. It, it really, how how hungry are you, and how 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 much drive do you have to want to do it? Well, there's people you... who have full time jobs and come home and literally live full time trying to sell their product online. And it all really depends on like how much you buy into your own product, like how much, like yeah. I, even like you right now. I can tell 100% like you're all in, you're passionate, you're you're going to make 47 candles and and you're going to close the kitchen off for hours and because yeah. you're that damn, you know, passionate about it. Even is, dropping them off, like I like I look like a little girl. I'm like smiling, <laughs> dropping off the bag, like I look in the bag, make sure that the tissue's fluffed up like well, that's a representation like, want, of, of you, though. That's why, right? Yes. Yes. So, like, when you open it up, I want it. Sorry. I wanted to say, <laughs> wow, like, she cared about this. Like, she really, like, no, I want the they always to look great. They yeah. It. Yeah. They always look great. And the tissue paper. It's, it's like you're getting a gift. And it's just yeah. like, wow, it's like and I, I remember uh, the last time I ordered, I ordered three of them and I was like, babe, like this is like I feel like it's my birthday, but these are for you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, and I like, to, like I wrap them individually like, you know, yeah. I got a lot of here that I open it up. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, how much should I pay for this? And you just threw it in my box. This is broken or it just looks uncared for. Like you just took my money and you didn't care. So I think for me is I want my customers to know, listen, you pay 20 bucks, but guess what? Like I'm giving it to you. Like I'm bringing you the prettiest little candle you have ever seen in your life in the cutest little package. Like I'm even going to put a little picture of me in there like that. If you get bored, take it out, put it in the fridge, <laughs> look at me later. I don't know. <laughs> these little, these little ideas that you think of, are, is that something that you learn along the way? Or did you always have a plan? Like I'm going to package it this way. I'm going to put it in this bag. I'm going to add these with the candles or, or how did that work out for you? So we started off with um, certain candle jars, but then during the pandemic, everybody and their mama, I don't know what happened. Everybody was buying jars. Mm. So we kind of had to revamp, but we've always been people who I need to know if that matches. I need to know what this looks like with this. I need to know if this paper looks good with this. Um, yeah. To the point where we bought a new printer because we didn't like the way the old printer was, you know, printing out labels. Like we've, we care about every single thing. Like, it's just not how can we make money? It's more of how can we make this look like a beautiful product? Mm. Any, uh, any uh, advice for somebody? Cause you seem cause you, you got a lot of advice. Like you're very passionate. There's somebody young that has an idea and they want to, they want to sh sh go for it. What are do you going to tell them? Don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. Listen, the only one who's going to stop you is you. You're your worst critic you really are you will convince yourself a thousand ways that you shouldn't do it listen when i came out to my family and i was like hey we want to do a candle my first my mom says like girl you're crazy <laughs> you just do, like you know like when i think of my parents my parents would have never just jumped in and been like i'm gonna do this like do it don't people are always gonna have something to say and those aren't people that you really should care about what they have to Absolutely. say just do it do what yeah. you want to do you're gonna fall a few times you're gonna be broke a few times just keep going because trust me, that first sale, trust me, that first sale I had, it was probably like $9.99, but I was like in the kitchen, like, yes, yeah. I got it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it didn't pay off all the stuff I just bought, but it was somebody that they liked it. Yeah. They bought my candle. They they bought it enough to see the investment to spend that money in it. Mm. If you can be passionate about what you're selling, you can sell ice cream to Neskimo. And if you're passionate, they're going to buy it. There you go. There you go. You just have to be passionate and care about it. You said it yourself. You have to care about your product. If you don't care, 
when you're passionate about your your product and somebody sees it, then they're going to like really want to invest like their money. Like it's a really weird uh, dynamic that happens and, and that I've noticed where somebody's really passionate about something that they're giving or offering or doing and that it becomes like contagious where someone's just yeah. like oh my god I need I need I want this I this need is, this you took that much time to make this let me I want this yeah you know and, and even being informative I think is important it's not just having a nice product it's knowing your product like I can talk for hours about soy wax and about how you should burn that instead of, you know, patrolling, like really learn your, learn your product and have a reasoning why it is that your product is the way it is and stick to it. Why, why was soy your choice to use was just because it, cl it burns cleaner. It burns cleaner. It's also, it has petroleum in it just, and I, there's certain soy I won't buy because there's parts of the rainforest that they're chopping down to, purchase that soy to make that soy so there's certain soy i won't buy oh so you're you even like, do research you in that I mean? regard like, I yeah your eyes light up like wait a minute yeah. i didn't know that like yeah, yeah. you know it's really being informative and knowing your product and knowing listen if i'm gonna tell you that i'm giving you something that's really good for for the earth i can't bullshit you i have to know that what i'm saying is true mm. do you know what i mean like if i say my my wicks are 100 wax i mean cotton and someone goes and tests me and be like eh, no it's not Mm. You, you you lose those credits for your business so everything you have to be knowledgeable and you have to be honest mm. i've had customers say oh you know do you do this like i stopped doing color i used to have <laughs> on top of 47 <laughs> cents they were all different colors i uh, oh boy <laughs> so you, you yeah you can see why my husband was like do you need all them colors I'm like yes yes so when I found out that that wasn't really selling organic because the color wasn't really, I it wasn't organic. Color. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped using color because someone was like, well, did you know? And I was like, no, hold up. Wait a minute. I look mm. stupid. And that's my number one thing. I hate to look stupid. So I was like, right away. I was like, oh no, we're done with color. Like, why are we going this extra step to do this perfect soy mixture, but we're adding color? Yeah, like it takes away from all this work that we've done to it. Absolutely. So that's why they they are the way they are. And it's got to be easier if there if there's no color. I would think where they're all the same. Yes, and no, because then you have that frosting that you can see it on the jar. And if you're oh, crazy, oh, you, you, you know, <laughs> you'll look at it like you. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna ask you one question, and then I'm gonna let you go because I know it's getting late. I have, I, I, I'm curious. When you would close off the kitchen and nobody was allowed in, how long would that kitchen stay closed for? Was it an all night thing? Like get your get your late night snacks now because you ain't getting it. You know you can't. You, you. So, since I work full time, I usually like dinner would be done by seven by six. So let's say six thirty two, maybe nine thirty ten. Oh, kitchen that's not bad. Was all mine. That's no, it wasn't bad. mine. It was it wasn't okay. horrible. No, no. But then there was the cleanup, and then the kitchen was kind of candles until they cured which could be anywhere from three to seven days i'd let them cure you know because you want that that smell to be perfect so i'd let them cure but once they're they're done they're hard i don't care after that just don't bother me for the beginning <laughs> <laughs> jazzy garcia thank you so much for for joining me i, I had a blast i really did you're great good so it's nice I. to meet thank you, you. Uh, good luck with uh, TwoSincere.com. I want everybody to check it out. I know I plugged it before, but I'm going to do it again. And uh, I'm going to continue shopping there and get my candles, Jazzy. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. All right. Well, you take care. Tell Jose I said hello, and I, I wish you all well. good luck. All right. All right. Have a great day. Likewise. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Please, right now, if you can, check out TwoSincere.com, T-O-O-S-I-N-C-E-R-E.com. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook as well. Jazzy is quick to respond. So the response time is excellent. Go on there. You can order your candles. They've got wax melts now. They've got the, the fragrance sprays, the, you know, the room deodorizers. Sometimes you got to take care of business. 
and uh, the room sprays help out with that. You know, we got one in each of our bathrooms. The smells are great. Uh, and my wife was telling me that the other day. She really loves the, the room sprays particularly. So look, local businesses are important to support uh, because they help the community thrive. And this being an online business as opposed to a brick and mortar business, uh, there is no difference in that. It's still the same. The supporting local business practice still applies here. So please take some time, check out Jazzy, see what she's doing. And uh, trust me, you will not be disappointed. And uh, just like that, episode 25 is a wrap. I love talking with Jazzy. It was fun. Like I said, I laughed. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it's always good to laugh. And uh, I got to learn a lot. I got to learn about really uh, having a, a strong mind and not allowing any type of negativity to interfere. And even though uh, Jazzy wasn't preaching that directly, indirectly, I feel like she was. She was expressing how important it is to keep your head above water and keep paddling. It's just great to see what her and Jose are doing. So shout out to them. Uh, I love to sincere.com. I hope you guys learn to love them as well. Just like that, we're going to wrap it up. That ends our episode marathon for Women's History Month. And I will now be transferring over to doing my live interviews on WTCP radio on the TCP app that will be coming out shortly. So I got to uh, set some things up and, and get get ready to go. But like I said, I'm excited. I can't wait for you guys to join me and uh, good things are coming. I'm excited. So anyway, y'all have a good day. Have a good week. I'll see you all in a couple weeks. Until then, remember to maintain focus and stay continuous through all four seasons. My name is Felix C. Arroyo. I am the Journeyman, and these are the Journeyman Chronicles. Y'all be safe.